got. Go ahead. So, like, whenever I – this was, like, 2019 or whatever. Uh, I there was a, I, I was working warehouse for a while. Yeah, and yeah. Um, night shift, and I, I hated it so much. And so I uh, – this was <clears throat> right after I'd first dropped out of college. First or – this was after the second time I dropped out of college. And uh, I didn't know how to tell my parents that, like, I both wasn't going back to school. And, like, had just sort of quit, like, the only decent-paying job I'd ever had after, like, <laughs> seven weeks. So I just, uh, they were on a little vacation whenever whenever it happened. And then they got back, you know, and they're like, oh, how are things going? And I was like, good. Because um, <laughs> the way I'd quit is I, I, like, I got in my car. To go to work. It was like an hour long drive. Right. And I, I sat there, had my keys in my hand, had my work clothes on, had my boots on. Mm-hmm. And I just I just didn't go. I sat in the car <laughs> for like 10, 12 minutes and I was like, I can't fucking do this. Yeah, yeah. No, Went back inside yeah, yeah. and I was like, I guess I'm never going back there. Um, So I told them that I put a two weeks notice in. So that sounded at least like, oh, you know, I'm going to work my two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What I did for those two weeks was <laughs> I'd go because <laughs> I worked night shift, which made it suck so much worse. Yeah. I, I would yeah, leave the house at like 430 and just drive to Planet Fitness and just hang out for like seven or eight hours. <laughs> I'd like work out for like an hour, so I wasn't in great shape at the time. I'd been working out, but like, yeah. I didn't have the type of workout endurance to where I could really be doing that much shit. So I'd like, like go the rock style workouts for like I'd go six to like half acidly do the treadmill and then like exercise bike for a little bit, just like walking. And right, they had their free Wi Fi, so I'd go sit in the locker room, you know, for about an hour. Get on my phone, take a shower, um, maybe go back to my car, sit there, pretend like I had left, just in the parking lot. You know, sit mm-hmm. there, listen to music for like an hour, go back in, which it's the same people. They haven't switched out the shift or anything. Of course, of course. Work out again. Once again, not a very good workout. You know, I might mm-hmm. hit weights or something, but like peck deck, not like, you know. Yeah. You're not, I'm not you, doing supersets here. Yeah, um, you're not cranking shit. Yeah, yeah. And another thing I would do, because, you know, at the time I was working like 12, 14-hour shifts, so I really had fucked myself. <laughs> and I had like an hour-long commute. So, like... So you needed to kill like 15 hours. Yes, dude. So this ended up being like the best two weeks of my life. Because what I would do was, It sounds like it did, dude. <laughs> I mean, I had no plan whatsoever. Um, yeah. I would sometimes I'll just go to this one like ditch and smoke weed for a while, which is cool to do. Not really ever, but like if you're like 13 doing that, it's like whatever. You know, that's what you do. Yeah. When you're like 19, it's like. I want you to know something, man. You and me started early, or I did, and you knew people that did. Uh, I'm, I'm going to let you finish your story. But. People have told me when I tell stories like this, I say shit like that and they're like, no, it's normal for 19 year olds to smoke weed in a ditch. You think that way because you started smoking weed in a ditch when you were like 12. And I'm like, what? No, 19 is when you grow up and you do adult shit like and they're like, no, like a lot of people who are well adjusted now, like 19 was ditch smoking weed day. Yeah. I'm sorry that you started smoking weed in a ditch and getting into fist fights with like. 20 year olds when you were 13 years old. So I'm just letting you know that like the, I've had several people, I've told stories like with that similar sentence in it. And they're like, I got to stop you, man. You got to stop saying shit. Like you're 50 years old and you grew up in like Flint, Michigan. And like, <laughs> like the, the, the automobile industry days where you're like getting into fucking the yeah. warrior style gang fights with lead pipes. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Yeah, we you know you used to keep the the razor blade in your yeah. beret or whatever. And you'd pull it <laughs> yeah. out and you'd, you'd fight over you know who was taking the 
prettiest 14 year old girl out for a milkshake that that weekend yeah taking dad's pinto out yeah so i would there was this one gas station <laughs> that would always sell me alcohol partially because i just looked on the brink of death all the time you know because mm-hmm. i this was before i figured out the drinking water is like important you know it's not fun to do but if you want to be even like slightly more fuckable yeah um it helps drinking just like one glass of water man <laughs> really does the trick in terms of like at the time i was like damn dude ah really yeah, I just haven't been getting it in much lately i wonder mm-hmm. what what that is well i should probably just keep drinking like twelve thousand calories of soda a day and like <laughs> and just probably smelling like a fucking landfill yeah <laughs> yeah i just smell like a glove box <laughs> so wait so you're bowling so you go to the so we gotta get, we gotta get back so to this, the I, bowling alley <laughs> from what i was telling you earlier you were probably like oh this is like your local bowling alley no yeah this is mountaineering lanes in mineral wells texas which i did not live next to <laughs> there is a bowling <laughs> there is a bowling alley in hudson oaks it was not a far drive it was like maybe 25 minutes which out in the country is like not bad. No, yeah. But I didn't like those lanes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they were too crowded and I couldn't focus. Yeah. And for the audience, uh, you should know that um, I'm not like good at bowling at all. And I'm not being humble either. Like I'm average to like worse than average. And I also don't go bowling. But I don't like. The film alley lanes, because they don't feel authentic to me. I can tell <laughs> they were built recently, and you, you, there was never a time in which you could smoke cigarettes in there. Yeah. Anyway, so I would drive like 40 minutes to <laughs> this shithole town so I could play these $2 games by myself <clears throat> Yeah. in this almost completely empty bowling alley at like... 4 p.m. on like a Monday. There would be no one there. The only people I ever saw there would be either guys like me, except like 55 years old. Mm-hmm. And they would like bring a 24-pack with them. Yeah. You know, like, who's going to say you can't, the guy up front, he doesn't give a fuck. You know, he's yeah, been he's- working there 20 years and he makes $11 an hour still. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck about anything. No, no, no. no. He wouldn't care. Those guys would right. go in and bowl like 190 or something. Yeah. Which, you know, like pretty decent. Um, mm-hmm. And me, I would go in and just be vaping a big mo- box mod or something. <laughs> just, just living it up. And I would bowl like eight straight games and just fucking bomb every single one <laughs> and get so pissed off because there was no there was not one thing not one part of my life was going even even remotely well but i would go there at least once i think i went there probably like six times in those two weeks yeah um and one of the times it was me in there and this uh and this like old like Sunday school group of ladies. They were like seventies, mm-hmm. eighties. And they were all bowling pretty decent actually. They, I mean they didn't they weren't hitting strikes or anything, but you know, high nineties at least. Right. Not bad for that age range. And the only other person there was this dude with Down syndrome who was there with his mom. And he fucking rocked. The the way he threw it. So he would throw the ball from the seating area <laughs> he would sit back he would stand by the table yeah like tw- i'm talking like 12 feet behind the line dude yeah and he would just throw the Hum motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> and he would hit some shit yeah he he was like I, I mean at that distance hitting anything is impressive yeah he was bowling like he probably got like a 45 or something but you're putting away, I mean, you're... But he had, dude, he also had, like, the 12-pound. Oh, he was just shit. chunking that motherfucker. 
<laughs> and so I had been, I think I was like three games deep, and I was getting almost the exact same score every time. Yeah. And these are wood lanes, right? But they're all warped as fuck. Like, it is really right. hard to score decent on them. Because, um, like, you'll you'll throw it straight, and then it'll, like, hit a bump or whatever, and it just goes in the gutter. meander off, yeah. So each, each lane is completely different. you got to relearn it, which, you know, was part of the challenge for me as a... Unemployed. Yeah, just, you know, <laughs> I smoked, like, seven cigarettes before going in there. I'm like, ah, let's do it, baby. Yeah. Back at it again. <laughs> Hell yeah. So I was... <laughs> I was like probably three or four frames in, just pissed off. Mm-hmm. I was getting like seven or eight a frame, just not not doing it. But my mood turned around pretty quick because this kid, any time I would even like throw it, I could I could hit a complete gutter like five foot off the line, and he would cheer for me so hard. He'd be like, "Yeah, nice," and I would, I was like, "Thanks, man." Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, brother. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that I hope he's doing well. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably works in a McDonald's or something. You know. Well, if he does, I bet he loves it. That uh, so my uh, I've talked about my dad on here a lot. My dad, my dad is not a guy who keeps up with anything that he buys ever. Okay. My dad has lost cars, he's lost homes, he's lost musical instruments, he's pawned everything he's ever owned, um, either for beer money or drug money or whatever, okay? He lived in a condemned fucking house, his mom, his mother's house, for like a year and a half, no running water, no electricity, like took that shit in the backyard, lived like a fucking animal, okay? Prefacing this next part with that, he has, still to this day, he has had the same bowling ball. All the all the shit that he's lost. <laughs> all like, dude, I'm not kidding. Thousands of dollars worth of nice guitars that he saved up for and then one day was like, I need to smoke crack like now. And would just go pawn the shit. Amps, basses, fucking like, you know, um pedals, and then just his house got our house got foreclosed on when my parents were together. He he did he's got one bowling ball, dude. In the same bag that he bought in like 1990, like four years before I was born. And this is his ball. You don't use it. We've gone bowling together like like I've been an adult, but he's had it since I was a little kid. And so I've asked him, I'm like, dude, you've lost. You've just straight fucking hawked guitars. You've crashed cars. You've sold cars. Like, why the fuck? Why the fuck hold on to this ball? Like, dude, it's dusty. Like, the the finger holes are so grimy and dirty from just, like, lanes after all across the state of Texas and Louisiana. Like, it's Is he just, good? My dad is a strong motherfucker. He's just one of those guys that he'll fucking hum it and put, like, so much fucking stank on it. Like, it'll be going into the – he's one of those guys, it'll be going to the gutter – ride the fucking line, and then he'll hit a strike. He just fucking walks up to it. He holds it by the forearm, by the way. He doesn't put his fingers in the motherfucker. He cradles it in his fucking forearm and just, and fucking spins it, dude. And he's he's good in the sense that, like, he just throws so fucking hard that if it gets down lane and it's even kind of in the center, he's going to get a strike. It's not really like an like an aim game for him. He's not a tactician. He's more of like he's not a surgeon. He's he's a brute. Yeah. So every time he every time he gets a new car, he's probably had 20, 25 cars in his life. Either he crashes them or sells them or they they break. He don't change his oil. So he just kind of runs them until whatever. In the back of that car going on I'm 27 years old. The back of that car is that fucking bowling ball. And that bowling ball bag from 1990, same for the, and I'm like, dude, why this thing? Like, why? I've asked him. He's like, well, it ain't worth nothing. Can't sell it for no money. And I'm like, that is like so retarded to me, <laughs> but also is it like, like a custom bowling ball or no, no, one? it's, he bought one in a, I guess he bought one. There was a bowling alley in Pasadena where I was born or I lived called diamond lanes and they were like it was like the bowling alley for like that little part of the area where they had like 
legitimate dudes, 550-pound alcoholics go there and just crush 250, 300 games. They were fucking nasty. I used to bowl, like, in a bowling league when I was a little kid. Anyway, he bought it there, I think. But I, I'm not 100% sure. But anyway, yeah, I've, like, I, I like, he, he'll call, he'll be like, yeah, just pawn the tailor. You know, needed uh, needed money to get by on. And I'm like, do you still have that stinky, dusty fucking bowling ball from, like, when George Bush was president, the first one? He's like, yeah, I ain't never letting that thing go. And I'm, I'm like, what, what, go, like, how does your brain work where, like, this is what you choose to take care of? Like, you've lost everything. The homes, instruments, cars, clothes, family, friends. <laughs> like, you, this is your thing. And he's like, I don't know, man. He's like, this thing, like, it, it, it holds up. And I'm like, it's a bowling ball. I'm not asking how you haven't broken it yet. That is not the question. <laughs> that would I'm be not, way I, more impressive. That would be if, way more impressive if you, you know, broke. Every time I get mad, I just split one in half <laughs> like those like those Polynesian guys do. Yeah, do watermelons. watermelons. You know, yeah. Bunk. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm not concerned as to how it's 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 like rosin. It's it's like rosin and hard plastic and wet. I, I'm not. I'm curious as to like, how have you not even lost it? Like you, how like you? He loses his wallet like every week and a half since I've been born. Goes to get a new driver's license. He loses his phone, keys, but you keep track of like. And he doesn't even. It would be different if my dad was like. My dad's a good bowler insofar as he bowls hard like a motherfucker. But he's not a bowler. It would make total sense if my dad was like a semi-pro. That I would get. Hey, that's your lucky ball. It's one of those sports where I'm sure guys have lucky balls or whatever. No, my dad bowls like me. All right, you know, probably better than everybody you, you're, that you go out and you bowl with, but you're not like you're not a professional bowler. So why the fuck is this the thing that you hold on to? And I swear to God, dude, I would not be surprised if like my dad has nothing to give me when he dies, which is probably gonna the way that my dad's lived his life and continue to live. You know, God bless him. Hope he doesn't. But the one thing he will bequeath to me. <laughs> as a bloodline heirloom will be that fucking bowling ball because it's the only fucking thing that he's kept up with since I've been alive. I think, yeah, for the last 30, 31 years. How much is a bowling ball? I don't know. I probably hedged his bet, say, 150 I bet the Something custom like ones get expensive. Oh, yeah, the ones that are, like, clear rosin and, like, the they have, like, uh, like Dude, the marbling that, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a steak. <laughs> yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah. a. I don't know, like a D and D dice or something. Yeah, my mom. So, when my mom turned twenty one, I turned five, or I had just turned five. So I remember, uh, I remember my mom's twenty first birthday. We were at a bowling alley. We were at Diamond Lanes. When I was just talking about. And uh, my parents, I think, were on the outs. But my dad shows up with that ball. Uh, and I, for some reason, when you're a kid and your dad has his own bowling ball, in my mind, that was like, oh, my dad's like the president of bowling. <laughs> like, you're, like, your dad has his own. He doesn't get it off the rack. Oh, he's like the best bowler in the world. And so his – that. I, it was like, I forget, it was like Rugrats. I don't fucking know. But my dad shows up and gets his own lane because he didn't want to bowl with the bumpers on like I was. He drank like 10 pitchers of Miller Lite. I don't fucking know. It was an insane amount. He got bobbed. And he thought it was funny to keep throwing, kind of like the, guy, the, the the kid you were just talking about. Yeah. He, he would, he, he, but he wouldn't do it in his own lane. He he would throw the ball in the other lane, like six feet to the right. He would just fucking ah! like not on purpose. He yeah. started. He started. Well, the first few were on accident. Then he realized it was making everyone mad, and I get that from my dad. Where like if something you're doing that you think is funny but is pissing off at least ten other people, you're gonna keep running that joke into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like that's when like. Like, that adds a whole other layer to it. You're like, man, I'm being an asshole right now, and it's not, like, something I can go to jail for? Fuck, yeah. So he would be like, all right, I'm done. I ain't, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, everybody. I don't, I don't keep doing this. And he would go up there, and he would, like, assume the bowling position, cradle it in his fucking forearm, 
and just go, fuck, and then just, <laughs> just throw it over his the whole gutter, over the lane, into the lane, over. And there's like people bowling there. It's like a busy Saturday. It's like one of the first like fully ingrained memories I have into my own head. And my mom's like, God damn it, David, no! Yes. <laughs> He's like, hey, fucking every time. I just butterfingers today. Damn. <laughs> 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 and like that, that for some, like, I, like, again, I've told many stories about my dad on here. Like, if there's one thing I say about the guy, he is so goddamn funny. Like, there have been so many times in my life where he's done something to upset wherever we're at in public, 20, 30 people. But me, man, I fucking, I think that shit rocks. It's hilarious. He, uh, I, I think he, I definitely told the this, this story. I mentioned it before several times that he clotheslined the dog and not KO'd the dog. Yeah. But he also like, uh, he, there was one time that, uh, do you know Stevie Ray Vaughan? Yeah. Do you know his cover of Mary Had a Little Lamb? I think he, I've heard it before. Yeah. yeah, Mary Had a Little Lamb. Anyway, it's not important how the song goes because my we were at a beach house that my uncle rented. Is my mom's brother. And my cousin, Brian, was like, he's always been, I'm not kidding, dude. He's probably been 200 plus since he was like 10 years old. Big boy. Large. And uh, this was the time my dad got me fucked up on Arbor Mist when I was like nine. But he, yeah, yeah he, my, so he was already in the dog. <laughs> I think that so. that's his story you can reference. This is when I got drunk when I was nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, he was already in the doghouse. So when my dad is in the doghouse with my mom, he doubles down. He does not, he's never been an apologizer, which respect. Uh, it was a very sort of a chaotic way to grow up, but he wasn't like a babe. I'm sorry, guy. He's like, well, fuck it. <laughs> like, we're, we're, just gonna, we're gonna do it. Uh, yeah, okay. You want me to apologize? Hell no. Like, he's just kind of, anyway. So he sang, he, he pulled out, my dad would pull his guitar out of seemingly anywhere. But he wasn't like a corny, like, it wasn't like a corny guitar to party guy thing. He would just take a song that he recently learned, Alice in Chains, Metallica, Stevie Ray Vaughan, or whatever, and he would, like, do parodies. But it would not be about, like, gay stuff that people love to do now. It would be something incredibly insulting and rude about somebody within 10 feet from him. And he would do the whole song. And so that was my cousin Brian. He was going up under the patio, like, the the the, the second story. So we were, we were sitting up on the second story patio of the beach house. And he was under it with the water hose. And he was squirting everybody, like, through the slats, the gaps in the wood. And he kept getting water on my dad's guitar. And so my dad picks the guitar up and he starts doing Mary Had a Little Lamb by Stevie Ray Vaughan, the blues version, but about how my cousin Brian, who is a seven or eight year old boy, is hopelessly medically fatter than fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is a child. My uncle is right there. His wife next to him. My mom, his aunt, 10 feet over there smoking a cigarette, just fucking head in her hands, dude. And he's like... Uh, he, my dad's like had a fat ass little nephew. He really smelled like shit. And my mom's like, David, stop! And my uncle's just, it's his, it's his son's, it's his fat little boy. He's not particular. He's not athletic. He's not smart. He has no redeeming qualities. But that's his only son, right? And when you're, and when you're from Texas, and you've got a fat boy who is not remarkable, it's still your fat boy. So he's pissed, right? And my dad will not stop. Everyone's like, <laughs> David, <laughs> like, cut it out. And he's like, he's really fat as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, dude, I'm fucking wet. Also, I'm fucking sh shithouse drunk, dude. And, and like, my dad's like, he, and, and my dad is a really good guitar player. So it's it it would be funny if my dad was just kind of okay, but he's like hitting blues scales like fat motherfucker and I'm like God damn like I am losing my fucking mind, and what was like again what like another thing that made it like all the more funny is like he is the king of like when a joke stops being funny even 
Like, it's pissed so many people off. But the people who thought it was funny have been like, all right, that's enough. He does not stop. <laughs> like, he just, like, when you're like, oh, that was good. That, how long has this been going on? Two and a half minutes about your nephew being so fat that he can't get upstairs normally. And he's right there. Like, the, the kid could hear it. The water stopped spraying, and then you look down through the slats. He's just like, <laughs> my dad's like looking down at him, like, I see you looking up here, bah, 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 you fucking fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he finally the song ends, and he's like, all right, well, I'm done. It just goes inside and like pours himself a drink. And like, and <laughs> And, like, shit like that happened, like, all the time. And and I don't, like, again, like, I can't, you know, he, he, he was, had his own set of fucking problems, his own demons in his own way. But, like, I credit him in total, completely for, like, a sense of humor that really hasn't benefited me in any way and has made people, some people, many people, not like me at all. <laughs> but, but it is, like... It's it it I, I it, it, the show like having being able to like sell shirts on like I don't know like he's just he's the funniest fucking guy I know like Ashley we were talk we talk about it all the time like she's like I don't know man like your dad's something else he's a fucking trip but like he, <laughs> last Christmas when we first started the show like three weeks after we first started yeah uh. We go over. My dad doesn't really get people stuff for Christmas. Uh, he just doesn't. When we, when we were kids, it was all my mom's doing. My dad would put his name on shit, but he never really had any money. Mm-hmm. And uh, and like you know, neither did my mom really. But it, he just didn't. You didn't get gifts from dad. He, my mom would get the gift, and then he would do like a signature on it, like he was a celebrity. It just said, didn't say from dad. It said like from Dave. <laughs> like that's what the present would say. He's got like a fancy D on there. Yeah, yeah no, it's like a slanted D <laughs> and then little A. Yes, 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 exactly. And uh, fuck, what was I saying? God damn it. Uh, he he got her something. Oh yeah, he got yeah yes. <laughs> so like when this happened, I was like, I wasn't je- I wasn't weird or jealous or anything. I was just like, so we walk in, we're sitting down, and my dad walks in uh, drinking. I told you about the swamp juice thing. Right? I don't think so. Oh, God damn it. We, All right, we, well, we can get to that. We, we can get to that. But anyway. so <laughs> I'm he like, comes, oh, yeah, swamp juice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so no, he, I, don't, I know what you mean. Yeah. That so thing that dads drink, swamp <laughs> juice. <laughs> so he's like, uh, hey, Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. And, uh, you know, like stained denim shorts, big, big dog shirt that's got fucking queso on it. He's like, hey, Ashley, I got something. Merry Christmas. And he pulls out a big bag of weed and throws it at her. Like, it hits her in the chest. <laughs> and it's got the... He drew it on it. He's, it's from Dave. And he drew on the, like, Nirvana X smiley face on it. With, like, the squiggly X's. And he was like, I think it's like an eighth in there. I ain't sure. But uh, it's yours. You can smoke it. Smoke all of it. I don't care. Smoke right now if you want. But Merry Christmas. And I was like... I was like... <laughs> it's like... Your dad buying your girlfriend weed for Christmas, not that, I mean, it's just not that, I mean, it's not that weird, but it's like, he, I, it was really just like, I was like, dude, I would have liked some weed for Christmas. <laughs> I would have liked the but at some point, like, but anyway, the, the swamp juice thing, dude, I could have swore I told you about that. He uh, will go I don't get think a, I would forget a story about something called About swamp a grown juice. man drinking something called swamp juice. So he goes and gets one of the lemonade vitamin waters. Uh, and it's an awful start. Yeah, injury. it's a ter- Yeah, he goes against one of the lemonade vitamin waters, and then a blueberry mio, one of the little additives. Yeah, and the caffeinated one, I think. And uh, he drinks half of the lemonade vitamin water, and then he fills it up with the blue meat, like like puts like half the blue mio in there, and then tops it off with Jvedka vodka. And he walks around and drinks that all goddamn day. And he calls it swamp juice because the color of it, it's like a sickly, it's its like the yellow and then the, the dark blue of the Mio makes it like a sickly brownish green. And he drinks it hot. Like he, dry, he doesn't have AC in his car. 
So the, the drink will just get the temperature of a hot car in Texas, 130, 140 degrees. I don't know. I, not that hot, but hot. Like 115, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he actually was there. It, like, again, I'm not embarrassed by, like, my dad's my dad. Like, I told her, and Ashley, you know, she's we've been together two years now. She gets it. But anyway, we, uh, we're at the, that's the same, same day as the weed giving gift giving story yes um she's like what are you drinking he's like oh it's my swamp juice and she's like swamp juice <laughs> rightfully so but he said it like everyone should know what that is yeah it's fucking swamp juice man what are <laughs> yeah you, yeah what are you stupid what or are you retarded yes yeah. so of course everyone when he's like oh this is swamp juice like nonchalant we're all like you have to explain now like you have to like let it let us know, and so he's like he's like oh well, what you going with swamp juice? Fucking good because you I mean you can't walk around drink liquor, right? So but you can walk around drink swamp juice. Like he goes on like a TED talk speech, like he's standing in the kitchen and he's like you're gonna go to the gas station, you're gonna want to get yourself a lemonade vitamin water, you're gonna want to make sure it's lemonade, okay? And then you're gonna gonna want to go to CVS or wherever carries the little little Mio things, and you're gonna want to put the like two three big squirts of meal in there and then you're gonna want to fill it with vodka i drink vodka and then you shake her up real real violet tastes fucking it's so good and you can walk around drinking it nobody's gonna say nothing it looks like something you drink going to the gym you know like something you drink i mean it just looks like a drink you know and i'm again coming from a guy who has like three duis <laughs> like he's like you walk around i walk around drinking walmart I drank it at a store. Nobody asked me. It says, no, and I'm like, okay, like, it's nothing new to put liquor, like, in a bottle of water, and walk around drinking it. I did that in high school. I did it in college. I did it. I've been doing it since I was like 15. But to make like a cocktail, <laughs> like a shitty one that doesn't taste good, because he was also like, you got to try. He was like, you got to try this, man. It's refreshing. Tastes great. Gets you fucked up. And I'm like, all right, whatever. It tasted like dog shit. It's like sugar-free, like like you know, like aspartame, vitamin water taste. Yeah. And then way too much that those mios are sour. It's like the concentrate is like super tangy, because you're supposed to do like two drops into a glass of just normal water. So it's like sickly sour, dark diarrhea green, and then it's like like half of a sixteen ounce bottle, eight nine ounces, maybe. Of fucking like hot vodka because he keeps his vodka in the back of his car, so the vodka's already hot when it goes in the drink. And he's like, "Man, I drink this shit. I mean, it just and also like you can just get like a Yeti or something. Like you just if you had it in like just a something where you couldn't see what it was. Yeah, but yeah. Yetis are like high end dad. Like yeah, but like you can get a similar. I see what you're saying. Yeah, like you can get brand. one of those for like ten bucks. Yeah, yeah, you get like a knockoff. Yeah, no, my dad doesn't rock that way. My dad, my dad just drinks out of like whatever plastic is in the car still. Like he doesn't really. But yeah, his the the swamp juice thing. Whenever I see him and he's got a fucking big bottle of vitamin water and it's like a sickly green color, I know that he's at least out of a one to ten drunk level, like a hard seven. And it'll be, it's like midday Tuesday. He's like, yeah, figured I'd start early. I'm like, <laughs> five days early. Like, <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, like, I don't understand. Like, again, like, he's 50-something years old, you know. Like, he doesn't – he's not going to have an epiphany now, you know. So I'm like, whatever, man. It's funny. Like, it's very fucking funny. And my mom, of course, is like, it's not funny. He walks around drinking fucking what swamp liquids <laughs> water. He comes to my fucking house. Of all the things to call it, too. Yeah. We're like, okay, when you're like 8 to 17, 18, maybe you've got some roommates. I, I remember in college when I, when I was like 18, 19, we would come up with drinks and name them fucked up shit. We had like, yeah, this is shit water. Shit. Gamer soda was one of ours. Uh, we had a bunch of them, you know, like bitches. Br- I don't know. But to be like a, a man with two kids in their twenties <laughs> and being like, I named this. You should try it. It's hotter than hell though. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's real fucking hot. It's been sitting in the back of my car like six hours. It's fucking hot. It don't. It tastes good. Put some hair in your fucking chest. That's for goddamn sure. It's called swamp juice. This one is <laughs> it's a mix. You drink half of forty bowl English and then. You put in as much bud ice as you can, fill back up. I call it the crucifix. <laughs> By the way, I was wondering, any of you guys know how to file a 1099? <laughs> because I I haven't. Dude, he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> never mind. I don't know. It doesn't matter. He, uh, he He's told me like on several occasions, whenever I do my dad's voice, I don't really have a thick Texas accent. When I do my dad's voice too long and I'm done doing it, it'll bleed into mine. I've noticed it when I've told stories to other people about him. I'll be like, hey, anybody want to get a beer? Fuck! Okay, normal. We're back to normal. <laughs> hey, has anybody seen my car keys? Oh, shit. All right. All right. Anyway, like, he he just, like, I don't I don't know, dude. He's he's a fucking trip, man. Like, he he's, he, he's like, yeah, I mean, I'll IRS something like, I don't know, 30. 35. I, I don't know. I own money. And I'm like, are you on like a payment plan with him? He's like, no. I'm like, he's like, do you pay your student loans? I'm like, no, but it's like, it's different, man. It's like the IRS. Like they they'll fuck you. He's like, ain't taking me to jail. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> they love to take people to jail. Especially yeah, the payment plans are like not unreasonable. No, usually. no. Especially well, for like regular guys, you know? Yeah, they're well, not I, like we need four hundred thousand this year. It's more like, well, my dad car insurance or something. He buys into the mentality, which is like, like realistically, objectively, not true. He's like, they don't go after a little guy. They only care about motherfuckers that ain't paid two, three million dollars taxes. I'm like, listen, that is like a fucking sure. I'm sure that there's plenty of cases of that, but the guys who are like short millions of dollars can afford million dollar lawyers, right? They can they can get it knocked down, whatever. <clears throat> Guys like you, who uh, don't have a savings account at fifty four years old, or don't have that, you are exactly who they're looking for. It's much easier for them to nail like a hundred thousand of you to the wall than it is to go after one guy who owns like seven million back taxes. Yeah, the the uh, the IRS has also like admitted before that they're like, yeah, we tend to like target. Like lower to mid, yeah, range income because like it's easier to prosecute. Yeah, you they're know, not like, gonna, yeah, they're not going to litigate. They're not going to hold it up in court. Uh, yeah, no, that's that, why I my plan is I'm not going to pay taxes, but I'm going to be making millions like probably next year. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> I did. Yeah, um, we keep cranking out episodes like yeah, doing, you know, we're gonna, ones, we're, ones like yesterday. Oh man, we're going to be fucking like you. You just trying to, you know, talk me off the ledge or whatever. Um, <laughs> while my I, dad is, uh, you know, smashing making shit in the fucking, fucking a, a, a new store to the house or whatever. I don't know what was <laughs> going on. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I dude, I, I, I wish, him, wish him all the fucking best. Uh, I know he listens to the show, which, dude, that, fuck, that gets I thought me. you meant my dad. I was No, like, no, no, no. I was like, he... He doesn't, and he also um, doesn't, like, res- respect it or acknowledge it. <laughs> I think if he ever heard it, you know, he he would just pretend he didn't, and you know, but it's okay. Um, you know, I'm a lot like, I'm a lot like Michael Jackson in that. Let's been, hear this one. <laughs> I'm, I've been trained to do this my whole life. Yeah. Um, I've been through it all, you know, way rougher childhood. You used to be, used to be black, too, didn't you? I used to be black. Uh, <laughs> I got a vitiligo, however you pr- pronounce that. I was vitiligo? reading about how he like originally wasn't planning on uh, the full conversion or whatever. Yeah, he had he, vitiligo, and I think he like. Is that was, how you pronounce it? Yeah, vitiligo. I have vitiligo. Oh, oh. My, my son is white. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think did he like? It's like a a Antonio Banderas thing. Yeah, I love my white son. (laughs) I am Michael Jackson. I I hate my black dad. I do not. (laughs) (laughs) 
I put carousel in front of my house for uh, entertainment purposes. My son, have you heard? Have you heard of Neverland? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to share a bed with me, a fifty-three-year-old man? We can play Twister. I can it, pretend to be Puss in Boots. And you can be Shrek. <laughs> and we can chase each other around. Oh, you are you are running from me. Oh, you want to play? Do, okay. do you want Grammy to keep in your room? I have... I, like I have cleared this up with your parents, by the way. I in came, exchange for a hundred and I came to your father's <laughs> I keep I, I really want to switch into like just a Nigerian. Yeah, it's very I know what you're saying. It's very, very close. It's very I come to your father it's me, Michael Jackson. I come to your father's house. I come and to I buy, your father's house. I buy him off one hundred thousand dollars in tickets to Disneyland. You stay with me do that did you ever watch the documentary? That was no. the craziest the whatever the fuck I forget it was called. That was the craziest part because the mom of these two guys, these two guys are just are, are relaying like horrific shit that happened to them. Terrible shit. And then it cuts to the moms and they're all weepy eyed. They got a, the, the fucking bump, like the makeup. And they're like, I just, how was I supposed to know my boy was getting his penis up by, by, you know, and then like 20 minutes later. She's like, well, you know, he gave us tickets to Disneyland, and 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 he said, I'll watch the boys. You go, and I'll and 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 I mean, you know, why not trust him? Well, I know for one. So I I've read a little like Wikipedia on it, but yeah, I didn't really, like one of the cases, it was like it got dropped or whatever because it was like something where like the dad. Or at least Jackson's lawyers were able to frame it to where, like, the dad convinced the son to say some shit, but it's like... Yeah. There were, like, several kids there, right? Yeah, I mean, so, like, some of the... St- I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna go on record and say that some of the stories maybe were fabricated. You know, some of these kids, <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about, you know? Yeah, no, I'm like... What I'm saying is, like, I am saying that there's a common denominator here... It's like the Cosby thing, man. It's like, you don't, you, 80 people, 60, however many for him, like, something happened. You're a piece of shit. You did all those things. how much time we got left? 42 minutes. I got, okay, we, that, we got 42 more minutes. This is going to be a super episode. No, we got 18 minutes. I have 25 hours to acquit, to to clear Michael Jackson's name forever. (laughs) I'm going to start by Googling. I just wanted on record that I opened Safari and it was just different train horns that I want to put on my truck. Um, Is that that's how they sound? Yeah. At first I was looking at some of the Air ones that are like $1,800. That are like the actual <laughs> volume of like a train. Like 180 decibels. Or yeah. Like <laughs> completely illegal to put <laughs> on. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It would be so fucking funny. Like, blow the back windows of a yeah, Nissan and, like, out. I live right next to a bunch of railroad tracks. So it <laughs> it would be plausible, you know. Yeah, if yeah, a, yeah. If a complaint was in the air. Like, no one would complain in the area. It yeah. would just be scary as fuck to hear it that close. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just backing out of my driveway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're in, like, minor traffic. You're going, like, 40, and you're like, Go! <laughs> the the other day so i the the horn on my truck is out yeah i know we were this, we were I in heavy traffic by, uh, we, we, it was with me some, hey i'm fucking talking <laughs> i learned this by someone was about to back up and hit me and i hit the horn and it, it made no noise and so my next reaction to communicate to this person was to speak in a completely like this volume and say hey whoa <laughs> and then they didn't hit me but i was like that that was fucking stupid put your hand out the window or something yeah i that you also we were in the car with all my shit in the back of your truck and that guy started to come over and you hit the horn and it didn't go off and you're like well <laughs> you were kind of like i uh wait yeah. i don't remember that 
You don't remember that? No, I, I forgot I forgot the horn didn't work. Yeah, no, we were in the car on the way. We were just bullshitting about like your New York trip, and that guy started to merge over, and you were like, you hit the horn, and it didn't do anything, and you were like, well, I, <laughs> I've i done all I can do. Like, <laughs> we were in the car. We, we were going like 85, all of my fucking big belongings, <laughs> my bed, my dresser. That guy starts getting over. and you. I'm not looking you're, to make a scene. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You fucking go to slam on that motherfucker, and you're at nothing, and you're like, well, all right. <laughs> like, I mean... <laughs> If we go to die, like there ain't nothing I can do to warn the motherfucker. Like, yeah, we're we're anyway. Michael yeah. Jackson, innocent, twenty twenty one. Here's an interesting one. Hmm. So Wade Robson, you said that Michael Jackson molested you when you were a kid, but Los Angeles County Superior Judge. Mark A. Young granted the Jackson Estates request to dismiss the suit brought in by 2013 by Wade Robson. Why are you throwing dirt on this innocent man's name, Wade? You dirty <laughs> motherfucker. He's been dead for four years, and you're like, oh, that skeleton molested me. It's time to get over it, man. Most Let's people see. have been molested. Hmm? What? Nothing. <laughs> So, it says that you were molested when you were a boy. Do you still consider yourself a boy, or are you a grown-ass <laughs> man now who can handle his own shit? A lot of people never speak up about that stuff. They keep it, they ever. bury it deep, and they and get they, good at art. Or they get good at... <laughs> they get, a lot, a lot of, people, of people have to, you know, they aren't even good at art. Uh, yeah, a lot they of people... have to fucking do shit like this. Yeah, Think about a, that. Yeah, a lot of people get molested when they're kids and they don't tell anybody, and then... They, at 27, pretend, they just erase four years of their memory. Think about 26, that. At 26, they start a podcast with a guy they don't know. <laughs> hmm. So, your attorney, Robson, um, his name is Vince Fide Finaldi. So, this guinea motherfucker says... That uh, the ruling has fatal flaws and will be appealed. Let's see. It says you're a choreographer now. And that you appeared in some Jackson music videos. And also recorded music on his label. So do you consider yourself to be a traitor? Are you, do you bite the hand that feeds you? Yeah. <laughs> and does other stuff to you, probably. Do you bite the hand that fucks you as well? <laughs> Are you going to bite the hand that fingers you? You beat me to You beat me to it. I was trying to get it out, but I, I couldn't stop. Hey, you're going to suck the hand that feeds you? Are you going to are you, are you gonna bite the hand that fucking chokes you, dude? Are you, are you going to bite the dick that feeds you? <laughs> <laughs> the judge, the court judge, like the appellate judge being like, young man, I'm seeing here that he gave you a record deal, that he put you on stage, that he put you up in his home, that he put you in his music videos. Are you going to bite the dick that fucks you? <laughs> Can you imagine what would have happened if Lil Wayne pulled this move? Yeah. I mean, listen. Bird he took man, it like a man. <laughs> Birdman turned that boy out like a fucking merry-go-round. And, and you, do you, did you ever hear him say shit? No. You, he was in a group called the Hot Boys. Can you imagine how bad that shit was? Can you imagine? Bird, Bird, Birdman used to just take his sunglasses off and put his whole head in, his, in Lil Wayne's yeah, ass like yeah, a dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he kept that, it so shiny. Yeah, yeah, I know. He'd put a fucking, a, a, a big condom on his head. And then he, would just, he would put his his head up in, in Lil Wayne's ass and, and, and <laughs> Lil Wayne had to wear sunglasses, not because he was on lean. But because the the light from the wax would shine through his eyes, <laughs> I I that story I remember I like going down a deep rabbit hole about that like I don't years back it's been years and I remember thinking like that has to be because Little Wayne has street cred dude like he's you know Holly Grove like all that stuff like legit you know yeah he grew up where like. Everyone gets like murdered. Yeah, it, like a really like a, like it was like the murder capital of the country for a while, like that part of Louisiana, and that is street cred. But to get like 
pimped out to other A and R men by a by a guy who wears like oh is that like is that like more confirmed than um I mean there's a ton of rumors but like the one that I the one that I ascribe to the most that I had like when I was like reading you were like blind items you know then how the veracity of these to, to, who knows but like. All of the, like, the Hot Boys and Hot Boys Associated, like, click. Basically, it was like a do-you-want-to-be-a-star type situation. That's what I read about, where it was like Lil Wayne actually had talent and was, like, a marketable guy and, like, fit the bill. And so, but but he was, like, clearly, like, super molested, supposedly, allegedly, by Birdman and, like, you know, other higher-ups or whatever. It's kind of funny because I was watching this documentary on the Third Ward, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think it was Third Ward. One, anyway. Like Magnolia around there, whatever. And yeah. uh, there was one guy in there who was like the, the king of like that area. He'd mm-hmm. been shot like like 13 <laughs> times. Like he showed his his like torso and he'd been cut open and like sewed shut like four separate times. Like Jeez. fucked up. And he was like, yeah, I caught my first murder charge when I was 14, beat that, but I caught another one when I was 15. Anyway, when I got out for that, uh, me and Birdman, you know, I started rapping some. You know, I was with Cash Money for a little bit, but, you know, I just uh, realized, you know, that whole lifestyle wasn't for me. So I came back here and I realized, I was like, what do you mean, you know? Yeah. Like being like a star compared to like. Living somewhere where, like, you can't even really have a dog because it's going to get, like, fucking skinned. Yeah, you you, know? you you live, like, in Kandahar. Like, you yeah. live in a war zone. Also, it's you, crazy. That guy still lives there, and he's, like, 50. Uh, I, I mean, it's probably safe to say, like, I mean, Drake is our generation's R. Kelly, 100%. Like, it's, prob- it's probably safe to assume that, like, a lot... I mean, I assume that like a lot of big name stars that just pop up and, and that are huge for like ten years are are just passed around like a fucking hot potato. Like there's just like <laughs> I remember when the Millie Bobby Brown thing came out, the Drake Millie Bobby Brown thing, and I was like, uh I mean I like I'm I liked views. I like fucking Marvin's I like the I like the shit. Alright. My favorite rap shit is I mean, my favorite Drake stuff is, like, back when he was, like, still pretty active with, like, Young Money or whatever. Yeah, he was doing, And like, felt a need to, like, claim that he, like, drank a lot of lean. Yeah. Which, yeah. like, he evidently, like, he didn't. Which is fine. Like, that's good. But at the time, it was, like, such a thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I... <laughs> he would be, like... And he would rap in a way where it's, like, you're... When somebody does a lot of lean, like there's a specific like effect on the way you you speak and Trap House Three era Gucci. Yeah, like yeah, like, like Future Now doesn't sound quite the same. Future two thousand six because he used to be like oh, oh, oh. balling like a March Madness. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like little baby, for sure. You 100%. can tell now he's like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but Drake would be like. I'm so happy to be myself, and I'm drinking a couple off the shelf, and I got yeah. <laughs> two two red cups, and I love my drinks. Two red cups, I love my bros. Two pints of lean, drugs and in my she, nose. And she told me, "Please slow down," because I and fuck I so her. good. And I put I, my fingers in her hair, and <laughs> I love the way she kisses me. His, <laughs> <laughs> Lil Wayne would be like, I I used it. Uh, oh, I, I, I soak up the pussy. Call it super soaker. Right. I, I, I jump in the pussy and I call it my own gun. <laughs> and I'm going. He sounds like Muhammad on. Ali on helium. He's like, I, 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 <laughs> I, I told myself, no, don't let it on. Spit on that. And yeah. know, Nicki Minaj doing it. And then. And then Drake's like, "We're I'm with my two friends and we're having fun and uh, you know me because I carry a gun. Who do 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 he he be d oh do do I got activists and I'm acting up and I'm fucked up and I'm 
Drake Graham. And we're smoking so much weed. We're, we're, and it's really so much weed. I smoke weed. Uh, the, <laughs> I, I, the, the line from, uh, which one is it? Uh, Fucking Problems? No, the line. No, it's it's recent. It's from one of the singles. Um, uh, the one where uh, fucking big uh, big Frida's on it, or a big big is that her fucking name? Uh, big Frida. Sounds I don't think like she's a lunch lady in him. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, or I don't, I don't know what a fuck. Anyway, he says high school picks. You was even bad then. And I remember no, hearing that, yeah, that that was like two years ago. Yeah, I know it's super recent. And I remember like I was in the club. And I had heard the song. Nice like, for what? That's what that was for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I and uh, and I remember I was like, I, I was really fucked up, and I was like, I hadn't thought of it in that context yet, but I was high school pigs. You was even bad then, and I was like, so like, if you're rapping about what you know, or whatever, are you rapping about the time that you saw a girl? That you thought was hot, and so you scrolled back on her fo- Facebook photos from when she was, I don't know, 15, 16, and you were like, yeah, I, I'd, I'd fuck. Like, is that what we're talking about here, man? Because if so, I just want to keep it a buck and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like what? that is, like, not cool. I'm going to read off part of his verse from fucking Problems. Because that at the time was a banger, and I just remember being like, even at the time, you know, he was like, when Drake was on a song, like, I would listen to it. This was like, when I was in middle school, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, they got Drake on. And like, I hated his verse. Uh, Let's see. So, just first off, his first line is, I know you love it when this beat is on. (laughs) Anyway, getting down to it, uh, says, ain't a fucking sing-along unless you brought the weed along. Then just, okay, okay, okay. Then just drop down and get yo eagle on. <laughs> or we can stare up at the stars and put the Beatles on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a song about having, like, fucking so many models, fu- so many strippers, like, every single night. Like, fucking, like, nine, yeah. ten women every day. You're busting so much, your dick is gonna fucking fall off soon. <laughs> You have, like, 15 committed relationships you're in all yeah. across the world. That's what the song was made about. This was made by ASAP Rocky, a man who fucks, like, objectively too much. Yeah. He, like, should stop. Yeah, he need. yeah. He fucks, like, 15 women a day. Yeah. That's not, I'm a grown-ass man. I, if I fucked 15 times a day, I'd have a heart attack. Yeah, fifteen times even, in a week. Sometimes it's. Too, I wasn't even putting that many. Much. I was not putting that numbers jacking off in my in my prime. I wasn't putting up fifteen times a day jacking off. Now that's fifteen women. Yeah, so I'm day, saying which I, I mean you can you know just take you don't have to bust in all. Are you that. fucking? If you're fucking fifteen times a day, are you are you laying dick down? Like, are you trying to dick good? Another thing that's weird. ASAP Rocky wears condoms. If you're that's, a sex addict and you wear condoms, you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> what's, the, what's the point of that? Why? Well, I saw a video of him fucking a couple years ago. I watched it. It was a clip. It's not gay if it's like eight seconds. Was anyway, it, was it Travis? So he's on a song that is about like sex addiction, basically. Yeah. And he's like, well, here's my contribution. I really like it when a girl comes over and we lay a, a blanket down under the stars and I put on Come Together. And then I get to I get to kiss her neck, and then, yeah. And and we smoke weed out of a joint, yeah. And I can't. And I can't imagine it. anyone in the studio was like, "God damn, fuck yeah." That's a, that's the verse that goes on the record for sure. That's a good I mean, one. Man. I mean, I, that was the time, and he still has that kind of star power. But that was a time where if you got Drake on a verse, it was gonna be a summer pool party hit. It didn't fucking matter. Like it did not matter. Like. Like, uh, what was going on? It, it didn't fucking matter. Do you, unrelated, did you ever watch the Straight Outta Compton movie? No, that was the one that had Ice Cube's son in it, right? Yeah. So, me and one him of my, never got along. <laughs> one of my favorite pieces of lore that's relatively recent is everyone knows that Suge Knight is like a legit, like, of all those guys in that era that, like, didn't die and, like, talked a big game. Suge Knight was openly, would tell you straight to your face that he was not to be fucked with. 
not. He he'd yeah. just kill you. He was the one that on that talk show, I forget which one it was, just straight copped to stabbing Easy E with an AIDS syringe, or having him stabbed, or getting it, getting him clipped. Now that's a conspiracy theory that maybe he bought into for the clout at the time. Like like that was the thing that like because e, Easy E was like he obviously fucked a lot and and probably that's not true, but he was on like a talk show and was like yeah Easy E is acting out of line so. You know, things you heard, you don't fuck around with Suge. You know, people know. Like, and he was talking about, like, this theory that, that Suge had had him whacked with a fucking AIDS needle. Like, at a recording studio one time over some money. Anyway, I don't know if you know this, but at the premiere of Straight Outta Compton, Suge Knight shows up in a fucking, like, land yacht, like a slab, and just, like, runs over a bunch of people. <laughs> Yeah, didn't but he, like, kill a guy? He killed, like, two, he killed one guy, and the other guy's, like, paralyzed for the rest of his life. He's, like, back in, like, he's going to die in prison. He was out! He's gone to prison a whole bunch. He was out. He had a fucking movie deal. Uh, he, they, they, like, paid him handsomely, from my understanding, for his likeness, um, for, like, the stuff that he was still getting ro- royalties in perpetuity from, like, all that shit. He, by all means, he got, he got a fucking free check. And then, but he didn't like the way that he was portrayed in the movie as a cocksucker. So to remedy that, I guess, he fucking took like, a, I forget, it was like a big fucking big body motherfucker and just, and just threw the velvet ropes like, go, 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 like fucking clip, like a bunch of fucking people killed a guy and went to jail. And uh, to me, that is like, not cool, but also like double that's, down. That's cool to me. <laughs> it's Hollywood. I don't give a fuck about yeah, that. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. The, did you ever hear the story about him and Vanilla Ice? No. Um, Vanilla Ice claims this is not true. Because why would he admit to this? But um, apparently, like, this was whenever, like, Ice Ice Baby or whatever just taken off or whatever. Popping, yeah. And so, I mean, obviously he's got meetings with a lot of, like, record dudes or whatever. And he had one with Suge Knight at at Suge's mansion or whatever. I'm not sure where it was. I think it was at Suge's place or whatever. <clears throat> and there was uh, Suge Knight didn't really like Vanilla Ice upon meeting him or whatever. He just didn't like his vibe. Right. And I think Ice like said something that was disrespectful or whatever. Right. And Suge Knight dangled him off the edge of a balcony. Yeah. Okay. I have heard. Yeah. I have. I have heard this story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have heard that. Yeah. I. And I mean, he's a big motherfucker. Like in in. Vanilla Ice is like, you know, the size of like an average skater dad or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's very plausible that he could just pick you up and just dangle you off yeah. the balcony. Yeah. He's I also mean, like one of the only people where I could like look at him and then hear like a story where he dangled someone off a balcony and be like, yeah, he probably did that. Yeah, no. Uh, he probably, for sure. I don't think it was like a mob thing, like a movie where he's holding. He probably like tipped him over and held his legs down and was like, you know, but that's dangled off a balcony, you know. Yeah. If uh, I'm close to a balcony and you push me. You were hanging me by my ankles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any I mean, type of balcony dominance is really, <laughs> as a man, you're stripped of any yeah. right to talk shit ever. That's funny to me because, like... If you can dangle me off a balcony, like, by my ankles, you can take my spot on the pod. Yeah. You can be the... Because that's if I don't kill you after, because I have to reclaim my honor. I don't, yeah. don't want to kill anybody, but that's one of the only situations where I think I would have to... Either ki- kill myself or dangle or you, you off that balcony. Yeah, yeah, a bigger balcony, a higher yeah. one. <laughs> one story up, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same building. It's just yeah, an apartment complex. Yeah, just apartment above. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if you're fucking listening to this and you thought it was worth a fuck, uh, you should go to uh, patreon.com slash Pendeo time. Uh, give us a sub. Give us some love. I won't say that ever give again. Give us a hug. Give us a hug. Give give us some give, nugs. Give us weed. Give, give don't, me some, don't give them to me. Cut, I, cut, I, he's not allowed by nope. the state. <laughs> Got anger uh, management issues. Yeah, yeah. It makes me kill people. Uh, don't give me weed because uh, it gives me panic attacks. Because Jake will freak out. Freak the fuck out. Honestly, I haven't smoked in like two years, and I would. I still know for a fact that if I did again smoke, which I will not, not going to for this period 
the weed that I used to smoke was like so bad compared yeah, to yeah yeah no and I it, still feel like I would freak out less than you not even like talking shit I just from what you, I've understood no from, it's fucking nightmare dude I miss here's the thing I actually fucking miss like I I explain this to my friends who are daily smokers and they're like you're out of your fucking mind retarded I miss dirty seedy fucking swag from like 2011 2000 I know you were super young and I don't know if you probably were smoking weed but like no I was 11 yeah <laughs> Um, I fucking, I miss that Dude, kind mid, of mids. Mids are the best. Mids are the fucking best. And not I don't even, need some shit with crystals on it. What the, no, what the hell dude, fuck no. I'm like, dude, sell me. If you can go back in time and get me a fucking, a zip of that shit, I would smoke. But like, even my friends were like, oh, bro, the terpenes and the profile is super mellow. Bro, this is a hybrid. This is a fucking. You get the benefits from both of them. It's, it's like, oh, shit, bro. This is I'm so much ter- more productive on this, bro. I can like I, do this and then sit on the porch and yeah. text my ex-girlfriend for an hour. I, I, can, uh, I can do this and walk back and forth at 7-Eleven and have a panic attack. Super easy for me to do stuff like that. Um if you like this shit... Oh, yeah. Uh, if you yeah, like this yeah, bullshit, go pay got, us $5. Go give us five or smackers. You can give us $1,000 if you want. You don't yeah, have you really to, want, we'll you accept know, it. We'll accept it. Uh, we're, we're, we're doing the first Honcho Tier episode on the 14th. Uh, Honcho. Uh, and so, for you guys that have kindly subbed to that before the first paid one's out, respect. Thank you, big dogs. Uh, Pendejo Boys signing out. Goodbye.